Well, hello there. Welcome to the Fountain Podcast with Gloria Hennessey. I hope you're all doing well. Please stay safe and don't forget to always wash your hands. And also, kindly adhere strictly to the social distancing rule. Thank you for choosing to stay safe. I also appreciate you for listening to my podcast. Thank you. Okay, okay. So how's everybody doing? How's your yesterday? I hope you listened to yesterday's part of the story. Okay, are you ready? Let's hop in. For today, we continue from where we stopped yesterday. Soon, they became so comfortable they didn't even notice what was happening. As time went on, Sniff and Scory continued their routine. They arrived early each morning and Sniff and scratched and scurried around Cheese Station C, inspecting the area to see if there had been any changes from the day before. Then, they would sit down to nibble on the cheese. One morning, they moved at Cheese Station C and discovered there was no cheese. They weren't surprised, since Sniff and Scurry had noticed the supply of cheese had been getting smaller every day. They were prepared for the inevitable and knew instinctively what to do. They looked at each other, removed the running shoes they had tied together and hung conveniently around their necks put them on their feet and laced them up. The mice did not overanalyze things. To the mice, the problem and the answer were both simple. The situation at Cheese Station C had changed, so Sniff and Scurry decided to change. They both looked out into the maze, then Sniff lifted his nose, sniffed and nodded to Scurry, who took off running through the maze why Sniff followed as fast as he could. They were quickly off in search of new cheese. Later that same day, Hem and Haw arrived at Cheese Station C. They had not been paying attention to small changes that had been taking place each day, so they took it for granted their cheese would be there. They were unprepared for what they found. What? No cheese? Hem yelled. He continued yelling, No cheese! No cheese! As though if he shouted loud enough, someone would put it back. Who moved my cheese? He hollered. Finally, he put his hands on his lips, his face turned red, and he screamed at the top of his voice, It's not fair! Hor just shook his head in disbelief. He, too, had counted on finding cheese at Cheese Station C. He stood there for a long time, frozen with shock. He was just not ready for this. Hem was yelling something, but Hor didn't want to hear it. He didn't want to deal with what was facing him, so he just stormed. Sorry, he just tuned everything out. The little's peop- the little people's behavior was not very attractive or productive, but it was understandable. Finding cheese wasn't easy, and it meant a great deal more to the little people than just having enough of it to eat every day. Finding cheese was the little people was the little people's way of getting what they thought they needed to be happy. They had their own ideas of what cheese meant to them, depending on their taste. For some, finding cheese was having material things. For others, it was enjoying good health or developing a spiritual sense of well-being. For her, cheese just meant feeling safe having a loving family someday and living in a cozy cottage of Cheddar Lane. To him, cheese was becoming 
a big cheese in charge of others and owning a big house atop Camembert Hill. Because cheese was important to them, the little people spent a long time trying to decide what to do. All they could think of was to keep looking around Cheeseless Station C to see if the cheese was really gone. While Stephen Scoriot quickly moved on, hem and haw continued to hem and haw. Okay, this is all I'll be stopping for today. I hope you enjoyed it. From me to you is do take care of yourself, stay safe, and don't forget to always smile. I remain your beautiful host, G to the L-O-R-N-Y.